Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's never felt so expensive, and most people are cautious about spending. But IKEA's always been the smart choice for creating beautiful homes on a budget. Right now, IKEA family members can save even more with an extra 5% in-store on eligible purchases. Visit ikea-usa.com slash family for more details. Offer valid starting September 1st, 2022. Limited to qualifying purchases. Exclusions apply. Not valid on services. Discount applied in-store only. Before tax, shipping, and handling. Cannot be combined with coupons. Jesse Calvin Young, and this is Trippin' on My Roots. Wake up, mama, turn your lamp down low. Wake up, mama, turn your lamp down low. You got the nerve, my child, not to drop me. I first heard Blind Willie on a compilation record released in 1959, I think, by Folkways, produced by Sam Charters. It was a companion disc to Charters' seminal book, The Country Blues. I must have picked it up in the village in 1962. The song of Willie's that was on that disc was Statesboro Blues. Wake up, mama, turn your lamp down low. Have you got the nerve to drive Papa Mactel from your door? My mother daddy left me wrecked, my daddy daddy loved me wild. I was born and raised in the suburbs of Long Island, but that song took me deep into the South deep into a culture and a life so unlike my own, and yet 
not completely foreign to me. All teenagers are well acquainted with that blue feeling. Besides, Statesboro was also a love song, a train song, a confession, and a song about family suffering through hard times together. It captured my heart and my imagination. It took me away. It drew me into a lifetime love affair with the blues. And 10,000 other guitars <laughs> and songwriters came with me. And if we can believe the numbers on Spotify, another half a million fans are enjoying Statesboro right now, just the way Willie laid it down. I'm gonna tell my cousin, I'm gonna tell my friend, going up the country, mama, don't you wanna go? May take me a fair brown, may take one or two more. And in 1965, when my newly formed band, the Young Bloods, went into the studio at RCA Victor to make their first record, Statesboro Blues, and Willie went with us. Coincidentally, RCA is the same record label that Willie started out on. He made his first recordings for what they called Victor in those days. Mama died and left me reckless. Papa died and left me wild. Mama died and left me reckless. Papa died and left me As I begin tripping on my roots, my first stop is Thompson, Georgia, the birthplace of Blind Willie McTell. Thompson is an homage to the great 12-string blues man. He's featured in a town mural, there are commemorative markers, and a dozen huge 12-string guitar sculptures displayed throughout the town. Every May, there's even a blues festival held in his honor. Thompson is also the home of the McDuffie County Museum, where I met up with the director, Lewis Smith, who had some very special memorabilia on display. Smith, our director. I'm Lewis. Hey, Lewis. Good to see you. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Oh, Good pleasure to, to be here. here. Blind Willie McTell was born in 1901 in Happy Valley, Georgia, about nine and a half miles south of Thompson. And his mother didn't die to leave him reckless, really. Minnie Dorsey was his constant companion and would later in his childhood be his first guitar teacher. His dad, Ed McTeer, was known as a gambler and a drifter and never played much of a part in Willie's life. He spent his first nine years in and around Thompson, where he had family. Early on, he learned to play the harmonica and accordion while he was still too little to handle a guitar. Throughout his life, he returned to Thompson to visit relatives and touch base with his boyhood home. His trip would have been by train, 
So this historic marker stands in downtown by the old Thompson train depot. Listening to Statesboro Blues, you know that Willie was enthralled by the trains. Gator left Savannah, Lord, could not stop Yoda. Seen the colored farmer when he got the boiler high. I said, reach in the corner, hand me my traveling shoe. In 1911, Willie and his mom moved to Statesboro. She got a job as a cook with a family that loved her meals so much, they built a little house for her and Willie on their property. It was here that Willie learned to play guitar, now that he was big enough to hold one. And his mom was his first teacher. That guitar changed the course of his life. It eventually became his means of support, as well as a reason to travel. The best thing about Blind Willie, he lived in Decatur, and he would play for nickels and quarters down at some of the um, convenience stores where people would stop and buy a hamburger and get something to drink, and he'd go from car to car, and he would serenade and play, and they would give him money. But even though he was totally blind since he was like four years old, he could go from Decatur, Georgia, into downtown, right there in the heart of Atlanta by himself with no help, except he had to transfer three times, three different buses, and each time he would have to ask somebody, what's the number? And then he knew if they would say number eight or number 10, and then he would know to get on and wait for the next one. And then, uh, so he was so independent, he could just yeah. do it all on his own. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, he went all over the Southeast. He, mm -hmm. he even went to New York. Atlanta would become his hometown, but he would travel to work in carnivals, medicine shows, and other outdoor venues. During these years, he was a popular attraction throughout the Southeast, singing all kinds of music, gospel, blues, ragtime, and even country called hillbilly then, in those days. As a matter of fact, this fourth verse of Statesboro drifts to country from blues and back again. Going up the country, mama, would you like to go? I'm going up the country, mama, would you like to go? Take my baby and I'm And here's a song Willie wrote called Hillbilly Willie. My baby's got a diamond ring, darling. My baby's got a diamond ring, darling. My baby's got a diamond ring, for me ain't got a My baby's got a house in my darling My baby's got a house in my darling My baby's got a house in life for me
ragtime was also a big influence on Willie's music. Come on over to my house Sugar, ain't nobody home but me Come on over to my house And I'll stop screaming about Tennessee I can't read and write Can't spell my name I'm tired of dragging my heart around in pain Come on over to my it ain't nobody home but me Darling, why don't you come over to my house Cause you know there's nobody home but me And I can stop screaming and crying I'm going back to Tennessee I love my corn, I love my booze I really give your man a Come on over to my house Ain't nobody home but me In the morning, ain't nobody home but me In the evening, ain't nobody home but me At the end of the Great Depression, the so-called country blues were losing their popularity as the big swing dance bands began to attract audiences. But in 1940, folklorist John Lomax happened upon Willie busking at a joint called The Pig and Whistle in Atlanta and asked him to record the next day at the Robert Fulton Hotel for the Library of Congress. And in 1949, he cut sessions for Atlantic and Regal, records none of which sold very well, and left him disappointed. It is suggested by one of his biographers that at this point in his life, his drinking habit worsened. In 1956, a record store owner named Ed Rose found Willie busking among some teenagers outside the Blue Lantern, once again in Atlanta, one of Willie's favorite haunts. Rhodes asked him to please make some recordings at his store at 13th and Peachtree. Reluctant at first, Willie finally gave in though he did not want the material released while he was still alive. He said to Rhodes, if I ever get any money from it, I would just drink myself to death. But this is a precious record. That's the last recording Willie ever did. Mm -hmm. um, the year after this, he became a preacher at Zion mm -hmm. Baptist Church. Is that it? In Atlanta? That sounds right. And maybe that, uh, maybe that helped to keep him on the straight and yeah. narrow there. Wow. And his wife, Ruth, kind of tried to keep him straight. Um, he ended up getting TB, and he went to Milledgeville, Georgia, for treatment. And then uh, he got kind of irate, uh, hard to control, and he got out, and then it hit him again, and he went back, and then he died. So. Yeah. I think he died in Milledgeville, and then they called him and buried him out at Jones Creek Baptist. He was buried at Jones Baptist Church, mistakenly under his cousin's name, Eddie McTeer, who had made the funeral arrangements. It took the historians 
so long to find Willie's grave was because he was buried under, under Eddie McTeer. Uh, under, That's yeah, right. Who, yeah. would, who would know that? Yeah. For some, like Atlanta author and producer David Fulmer, finding Willie's music was accidental. He picked up the album Atlanta 12 string at a PX when he was in the Army. It was a 15-song session done by Atlantic in 1949. From the first bar, I was enthralled, he wrote. As he learned more about Willie's life, he was inspired to film Blind Willie's Blues, a documentary in the 90s. Fulmer credits blues scholar Dave Evans as the researcher who first discovered where McTell was actually buried. But Fulmer said that he saw this and he was so disappointed that Blind Willie deserved something better than this. Yeah. So he had that one beautiful blue marble with the 12-string guitar made with the correct names and dates. Yeah. When they replaced it, he saw one of the elders of the church, Jones Baptist, mm -hmm. go over to the back of the church and came back with a sledgehammer. And David Fulmer said to that man, what are you doing? He says, oh, we're going to break this up and use it for uh, gravel in the driveway. <laughs> and David Fulmer said, no, you're not. And that's how David Fulmer got this. Oh, that's good. That he guy, said, he, wasn't, my he had not planned on taking that. He kept it and used it for Halloween. He had decorated it. He was tired of moving it. They were moving. <laughs> and so come and get it. So we did. Though my intentions were to visit the museum to learn more about Blind Willie, Lewis turned the tables and asked me a question about one of my own songs. I saw that you sang Darkness, Darkness, and it said it was kind of like a tribute of uh, the guys from Vietnam that came back and they didn't seem to get a great welcome and you felt kind of bad about that. So um, I know that, um, and I had gone in the Navy for four years, I was just wondering if you, I knew you had asthma and you couldn't, mm -hmm. you couldn't go but I was wondering if you felt bad about not being able to serve. Maybe I thought you wanted to go <laughs> into the Army. You know, I was really serving the best way I could, yeah. which was writing music. Um, yeah, I wrote that song after I lost uh, my first friend in Vietnam. He was in the Coast Guard. I thought he would be safe. But, yeah. um, and I had a really, uh, I had a really, frightening experience. Um, and it just got me to thinking. I was in my kitchen one night on the other side. Frightened, you think you're frightened. Just, I thought of my friends in the foxholes in Vietnam, you know, and the night's coming on and the war's just beginning. And how frightened they must be. And, darkness came. Yeah. I mean, I almost was, I was speaking, I was imagining it, I was down speaking to the darkness. While you were writing it or when yeah. you were performing, it also took you back to it. <clears throat> well, I was writing it and I just noticed it a lot of, as I played, I played vet shows when they first came back, trying to get the benefits for the veterans that they oh, deserve, but yeah. always struggled and uh, today still struggle but yeah. a lot of them spoke to me about being in Vietnam and hearing darkness and yeah. they felt they felt
felt supported. They felt like, wow, somebody on the mainland has some idea of this hell we're going through. Darkness, darkness, as I think about darkness, darkness, it reminds me of the friends I lost. And in this case, the friend that I never got to meet. So I decided to take the nine-mile drive from Thompson to Happy Valley and visit Blind Willie's grave. Born Willie Samuel McTeer, May 5th, 1901, to August 19th, 1959. And underneath is the carving of a beautiful 12-string, a fitting commemoration for a man whose music has enriched the lives of so many of us. You have been an inspiration to us all. Willie, I don't know whether you appreciate this, uh, this rum here. <laughs> uh, I think it gave you some trouble when you were alive. But uh, it's a, just a gesture of love. These are the flowers that Connie and I brought you. Look at that. It's still alive a couple weeks ago when we visited the first time. And these obviously planted. And all these pennies. Yeah. Your music has moved millions of people now in the world. I'm sure you never dreamed of that. But if you did, your dream has come true. your home. Home is good. Got them state blue. Got them states by blue. Got them states for a blue. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 